Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. According to interpersonal communication experts, adults spend an average of 33% of their time listening. For something that we're spending so much of our lives doing, are we really that effective at it? And if we could increase our ability to listen effectively, couldn't we also increase the peace and happiness in our relationships? In the third installment of my Better Communication series, I'll be sharing with you the key to effective communication without saying a word. And we'll be exploring the three levels of listening that can help you tune into what your partner is saying beyond their words. So if you've ever struggled to understand your partner when they share with you, or you've ever been accused of being a terrible listener, then listen to today's episode as I teach you why the key to effective communication is learning how to shut up and listen. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, thanks for joining me today on this beautiful Thursday in February. Hey, I am just enjoying this month. I hope you are as well. It's spending all kinds of time on relationships, and I field more questions about relationships and love than almost any other topic in my coaching practice. So I've been spending the whole month of February on relationships, and I hope you've been enjoying it. In fact, I know you have been. I've been getting lots of comments, lots of emails, lots of uh, uh, talk on social media about how wonderful the episodes have been for you and helping you create the life that you really want with your spouse, with your partner, with your loved one. So today, we're going to be continuing, and we're going to be going into the third part of our four-part series on how to create better communication in your relationships And this one is Communication Class 103, and it's titled, Shut Up and Listen. Now, if you've been listening to any of these classes, you know that I'm a firm believer that the quality of your life is indicated by the quality of your relationships, and that most relationships don't suffer from a lack of love, they suffer instead from a lack of skill. And communication is a skill, and it's a skill that everyone can and should learn If they want to have any sort of successful relationships in their lives. Because when you gain confidence in your ability to create a strong connection with anyone, then you'll be able to influence a better outcome for everyone. So in the previous two episodes of this series, which you can find on JeremyFlag.com, looking up episode 42 and episode 44, uh, poor communication, poor communication, is cited as the number one reason, the number one reason that couples break up, marriages ending in divorce. That's the number one reason that's been cited in all the recent studies because poor communication, it gets into everything. It poisons your intimacy. It poisons your finances. It poisons your ability to parent. Uh, Even the quality of your physical health can be poorly affected by the amount of tension that's created through poor communication. So with so much on the line, with the, with the stakes so high, then it's time to raise the standards for communication in our relationships, and we need to learn how to connect with the hearts th- that love us most because communication is not that hard. Communication at its core is simply the ability to exchange information between individuals or groups. That's really all it is. But we all know that the quality of that exchange, the quality of communication varies greatly 
depending on the skills that we possess. And one of the most effective communication skills is what we're going to be covering today. It's our ability to listen. Listening is huge. Listening goes hand in hand with influence, with leadership, with your ability to create any sort of connection and communicate with other people. In fact, of all the ways we communicate with one another, whether it be writing, speaking, or reading, listening is what we spend our most time doing. In a 2001 research study on interpersonal communication published by Drs. Adler, Rosen, and Proctor, adults are said to spend an average of 70% of all of their time, that means all waking hours, 70% of their time communicating. That's a lot. 70% of your time is spent communicating in some form or another. So the forms were writing, speaking, reading, and listening. And out of writing, speaking, reading, and listening, which makes up 70% of the total time that any adult is normally awake, the lion's share of the time they spend communicating is spent listening. 45% of that 70% is listening. Just listening to, to what's going on around us and the conversations that people are having around us and the words that we're going all over the place and the sounds that we hear. That means that somewhere around one-third of our lives, if you back up all that mathematical stuff, for 40, the 45% of 70% of your total time makes up around one-third of your life. One-third of our lives is spent listening. Listening. Can you imagine? That's what's been going on. But And, and that's a lot of time. Wouldn't you agree? 33% of all waking hours spent listening. That's a lot of time. But it doesn't mean that we're getting good at it just because we have lots of opportunities to do so. No more than, you know, like my grandma used to say, no more than having a piano in your house makes you a great pianist. Yes, we know. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of hard work, and listening is no exception to that rule. Most of us aren't listening with any level of effectiveness because we're too busy thinking about the next thing we want to say because we're listening to respond or listening to reply instead of listening to understand. Big difference. We don't have any effectiveness when we're listening to reply. We're listening for the next thing we want to say, and we're focused on how everything makes us feel and how we have to do or what we have to do because of what we're hearing. In fact, great listeners are so rare that they're always being pointed out by others. Have you ever noticed that when you're at the office and you overhear a conversation over the cubicle and someone says, mm, you're such a great listener, what do you think that means? You can hear that you're such a great listener line and networking uh, meetings with other business professionals where they're all meeting each other and someone might say, mm, you're such a good listener. Or maybe even on a park bench in the middle of nowhere with a stranger who's never talked to you before, but they say to you, mm, you're such a good listener because whenever someone feels like the person that they're communicating with hears them and understands them and supports them and encourages them in any way, then they're going to think you're a good listener. And in my experience as a coach, it's my ability to listen to my clients that helps me infinitely more than any amount of talking that I could ever do. In fact, I use a very specific matrix for listening that I'm going to teach you today, or at least the basics of it today, that will help you instantly be more effective in conversations, and you won't even really have to say a word. This is key. We're always talking. We're always sharing our ideas. We're always 
you know, talking out loud with what we think and giving advice to people. It's always something of that nature. It's learning how to be quiet first. Shut up. The shut up part is important. Being quiet so that you can listen is the first most important thing you have to do. Training yourself to keep your mouth shut and not rush to judgments and conclusions and give advice to people. This, this is all very necessary if you want to be a good listener. So that's the first step. It's just being quiet. So that's why this episode is called Shut Up and Listen. We do far too much talking. Far too much talking and not enough listening. Great leaders are great listeners. Great leaders are great listeners because when you're listening for things, then you can make distinctions. And when you can make distinctions, then you can have an edge. But you cannot have an edge if you're always yapping your flap. That's just super important to realize and understand. You're not going to make a connection with people if you're always moving your mouth. Because the only connection you're making is with all the thoughts in your head, not with the other person's heart. So if you want to connect with anyone else's heart, period, and if you want to influence any conversation or any group of people, period, you must listen. Now, I could give you a ton of stories about the importance of listening as an effective communication tool, but I'm only going to share a couple with you that will relate really well to our lesson today before we get into the three levels uh, framework that I'm going to give you. So, uh, you know, first story I want to share is the one that endures for me. It's a funny one. When I was getting trained as a, as a coach, one of my uh, professors, Dr. Joseph Humidi, uh, we were in a live workshop and he was sharing this story and it stuck with me because it's so funny. But he was talking about when he first started coaching and how important listening is to all of us. So he was sharing the same story with the same outcome. He was talking about listening in general and saying how important listening is in relationships and how important it is to conversations, but particularly how important it is to effective communication. And he was talking about how he was having a session with a client in his office and he was completely exhausted. He had not gotten a lot of sleep the night before. Uh, he had some pain in his leg that woke him up, and he just wasn't getting that much sleep. So he he was really behind the eight ball all day, uh, didn't feel well, had had you know some coffee, but it just wasn't working anymore. His body just needed to rest. So when he sat down for this appointment, and he started to listen to the client who had a pretty monotone voice, as I remember, sort of like the Charlie Brown teacher, if you can recall that. Uh, you know, just this monotone voice started giving him stories about everything that was happening in their lives, as clients do. Uh, he he literally nodded off, literally went to sleep, and uh, just was so exhausted that his head fell into his hands, and it, it must have looked to the client as though he was listening intently. Uh, with his body language being the way that it was, but he was literally asleep. From his own recollection, I had totally faded out of the conversation. But he woke up because the client had a breakthrough, jumped up out of the couch and said, oh my gosh, this is the best session I've had in weeks. Thank you so much, Dr. Umidi, for this session. This one really helped me. Now, <laughs> I only tell you that because it's funny, A, but B... Because sometimes what people need the most is just an opportunity to talk out loud in a non-judgmental environment uh, that you can create by listening instead of speaking and advice giving. And in order for their own answers to come out of their, of their system and come out of their thinking and, and for them to own the action that comes next, it all has to come from them. And sometimes... 
That's all someone needs, just a sounding board moment, an opportunity to hear themselves talk out loud and give themselves the space that's required to arrive at the conclusion that they already have within them. Because the first lesson you got to learn about listening is that listening is usually preferred to speaking. Listening is usually preferred to speaking. People generally prefer talking about themselves. So if you can get good at listening, then you're always going to be the best conversationalist in the room because everybody's going to go away from a conversation with you remembering, man, that guy was a good listener. Good listeners make us feel good about ourselves because it makes us feel like we have something important to share. And it makes us feel like we have some sort of a connection with the person who's listening. And you can always, uh, in this case, Dr. Yamidi didn't do such a great job of communicating that he was listening because he was literally asleep. But like I said, it's only funny because it's true. Most of us don't get the time we need to think out loud and be with other people who are just quiet enough to listen to us. So remember that. Listening is usually preferred to speaking. So that's number one. Number two, listening is not just about words. Listening is not just about words. There was this great video by uh, done by the Safety Commission in, I believe, Britain that was online on YouTube for many years. It's probably still there. Uh, I forget what it's called off the top of my head right now, but it was it was about uh, basketball players. It was about uh, raising your awareness levels. And they had two groups of basketball players. Uh, they had uh, a team of five in black uniforms, and they had a team of five players in white uniforms. And they had uh, two basketballs. And they asked you at the beginning of the video to count how many passes the white team made to one another. And then they proceeded to run like a figure eight pattern around one another while they passed the ball between each other. So you're busy counting how many times the ball exchanges hands. And then at the end of the video, it asks you how many times, you know, they passed it. Of course, you come up with a number and then they tell you that the number is right or wrong. And then they say, but did you see the dancing gorilla? And you're thinking to yourself, what? (laughs) Dancing gorilla? I didn't see any dancing gorilla. And then they literally rewind the video for you and show it to you all over again. But now they've got you looking for what? They're focused on looking for a dancing gorilla. And guess what you find out? While you were counting passes, right in front of you was an adult dressed up in a gorilla's costume doing the moonwalk across the screen. Wow, right? (laughs) It's easy to miss something you're not looking for is the lesson. And effective listening takes into account so much more than just what's being spoken by the person who's speaking. It takes into account nonverbal cues like body language, tone of voice, the patterns of the actual words and language that they're using, interpretive meaning, the stories that they're being that are being said. There's so much more than words. Breathing patterns, so much more than words. So much more than words is happening when you're listening. So when you're giving your attention as a listener, be aware of so much more that's going on in that exact moment because that's what that's where the real listening takes place is when you can realize it's not just about words. So listening is usually referred to speaking. Listening is not just about words. Those are the first couple of lessons I got to give you. And don't forget to shut up and listen because if you continue talking, then you're never going to be able to listen and make a connection. So those are the first three things I can give you. Those are right out of the gate. And I got so much more to share with you. And so I, I just want to give you this matrix that I use, this matrix or this framework that I use for coaching listening. And coaching listening is important because 
The types of conversations that I have are transformative conversations. The types of conversations that can influence someone at the at the deepest levels of their spirit and get them uh, to take action on their dreams. And that's exactly the kind of person that you want to be for yourself and for others. So I'm going to teach you the three levels of listening as I understand them. Uh, and, and these are important because in level one, as you're going to find out, there's hardly anything effective happening. But in level two and three is where the effective listening can take place. And this is why it's important is because you need to constantly be gauging uh, your attention that you're giving to the listening uh, to the person that you're with or to the people that you're with and what level you're on and make sure that you're aiming for level two and level three at all times to make sure you're being effective as a listener and you're being a good communicator. So the first level of listening is self-focused listening, self-focused listening and listening at this level, involves being interested only to the extent that it affects or corresponds with you. Does that make sense? It's being interested only to the extent that it affects or corresponds with you. So let me give you an example. I've got a husband and a wife, and uh, the husband comes home from work, and his wife is upset. So he naturally asks, hey, how, how's your day? And he listens to her talk for 30 minutes about how she's exhausted. She feels overextended and overwhelmed by all the household duties. She feels like she's the only one doing any chores. Uh, she feels overwhelmed by being the stay-at-home mom. And she doesn't even have a dinner ready. And a half hour of this <laughs> he listens to. And his response is, so uh, if I do the dishes tonight, will you be happy? And all the women on the podcast just went, oh, my gosh, you lose. <laughs> right? Because listening in level one is all about you. It's all about yourself. It's all very egocentric, which feels natural because that's who we were when we were children. But when you were a child, you were expected to act like a child. But now that you're an adult, you need to act like an adult. It's time to grow up. And self-focused listening is immature listening because you're only focused on yourself and you're only focused on how the things that you're listening to are affecting your world and how you're computing what you think you have to do because of what you're hearing. It's the lowest level of listening because it's largely ineffective and it indicates a very immature communicator so level one is self-focused and it's not where we want to be all right level two next level so it's time to level up right level two is where we're aiming to be at all times as our baseline and then level three is where we really want to end up with some training and some help all right so level two is others focused Others focused listening. Listening at the second level here is where things begin to become effective. This is when you're so focused on the other person that you're listening for how what's being shared is actually affecting them and not you. It's how, how they're feeling, not how you're feeling. How they're interpreting what's happening, not how you're interpreting what's happening. This is key because it's all about them and not about you. In level two, we're seeking to understand and appreciate the world of the person we're listening to. And they know it and they can feel it because of all of our nonverbal cues. 
right? Because when you're giving attention to someone, your eye contact is being made and you're focused on them. Your body language is open. You don't have your arms folded. You have your your hands down. You're open to them. You have an openness of mind. You're not judging. You're not giving advice. You're not rushing to conclusions. You are listening in level two. And when you're listening at this level, then you can hear things that go beyond the words that are being shared. And this is key. Because real listening doesn't happen just in the words. It happens in all the other stuff that's going on around it. So let's go back to our husband and wife scenario, right? The husband has come home. He's listened to his wife for a half hour. He responded in level one with this super right, egocentric answer about basically a response about how, hey, if I do the dishes, will you be happy? Totally about himself. Self-focused, level one. But let's rewind. Let's imagine that he was listening in level two to his wife talking about being exhausted and overwhelmed with all the house duties and the chores and feels like she's the only one doing them and how uh, you know being a stay-at-home mom isn't what she thought it was going to be and how she's having trouble every day just making it all happen and she feels tired and exhausted and overwhelmed, doesn't know what to do, right? I'm sure there's no one that ever has felt like this or has ever had this conversation, right? <laughs> Sarcasm definitely meant to be in that. So <laughs> our husband looks at his wife, and instead of listening on level one about him, you know, excuse me, all about him, he's listening on level two, which is all about her. So he might respond, if you were a level two listener as a husband in this situation, you might respond by saying something like this. Honey, I'm so sorry to hear that you feel solely responsible for the household duties. I apologize for not noticing this and acting sooner. I really, really want us to be a team. So how can I help you? All right, and leave it at that. As you could hear, if you could discern it, this level is very empathic, right? This is an empathic level of listening. This is seeking to understand her, how she feels, and how you can respond to best help things move forward and go well. It can only be achieved. This level, level two listening can only be achieved by shifting your focus completely off of yourself and all onto the other person. That's the only way it works. Being others-focused listener is a level two listener, and believe me, you're going to see some majorly awesome results if you're going from level one to level two. But there is another level. Believe it or not, there's another level. Because I can be self-focused, Focus on how everything you know, is, it relates to me. Or I could be others-focused. Focus on how everything is, is seeking to understand and, and understand the other person and the other people that are involved. I can be others-focused, but I can also be level three, which is purpose-focused. This is a spiritual level of listening that gets up to the highest transcendent level of listening. Because at this level, it's all about how to best serve the person or the people that you're listening to by discerning how what they're communicating relates to or connects to the bigger picture, the big picture of life's purpose. So in this level, you're listening for things like patterns of words. Um, you're identifying traumatic historical events that you hear about, personal stories that are curious, um, identity labels, things they might call themselves, personal beliefs that might be holding them back or that are interesting, uh, strong emotional connections or references to 
former times, places, or people. And what you're trying to do when you have all these things and many more things uh, is that you're trying to piece together a bigger picture of how this relates to their highest self, to the greater good, to the big picture. So this level of listening, it takes some work. It takes some serious work. I'm not going to lie about it. Uh, it's, it is a level that you can attain, uh, but it's something that you'll have to, you know, you have to transcend common understanding to get here because commonly we're just listening to words and, and, and taking in emotions and nonverbal cues for the moment, but we're not listening beyond it to something even greater that someone's heart could be crying out for in a conversation. But if you go to level three, you might hear the cry of someone's heart and be able to ask them a follow-up powerful question about what is what you're hearing beyond all these words that can really give them an opportunity to break through. This is really awesome level of listening, level three listening. So let's go back to our ongoing example, the husband and wife, right? Now we got this guy listening at level two, and all the women said, Amen to that. So he's listening at level two, uh, responded well, right? Now he's asking, he's, he's apologizing, first of all, for not noticing it and acting sooner. And then he's saying, listen, I want us to be a team. How can I help you? Not assuming that he knows how she should be helped or what she actually needs, but listening again for what it is that she would like him to help her with. Or maybe she doesn't want help at all. Maybe she just wants to be heard. You know, for feminine energy, not being heard or being misunderstood is like kryptonite to Superman. It's a big deal, guys. So any of the husbands, any of the men listening to the podcast today, you should notice if, you're, if your significant other, your partner is frustrated uh, in the communication that you guys are having, she might feel unheard. Uh, so that might this might be a good indication that you need to go up to level two, buddy, or maybe even level three, right? Because what she's missing is the opportunity to feel like someone understands her, that someone is listening, that someone can make sense out of what's going on. Uh, so what you want to do there is ask that open-ended question at the end and then listen again for what it is that she might ask you to help her with. So we've gotten through the level two response with this husband, but he has heard her talk for a half an hour. So if he was listening at level three, he would be able to log in his memory the stuff that he would have been noticing while she was talking. He might have heard her talk about how her she's struggling to find meaning and purpose in the everyday life of being a stay-at-home mom. And a household manager, he may have heard her struggling to feel or to feel like a, a you know a woman uh, when she feels like a full time mother all the time. You know, uh, the identity of mom is a lot different than the identity of woman, and she feels like she might be losing herself in the middle of all this thing, and she doesn't want to lose you know her her identity and her femininity and and the way she feels you know herself in the daily grind of, of the household management and taking care of the kids. So he might have logged all of that while he was listening to her for half an hour. Now, I wouldn't have encouraged him uh, as a husband. I wouldn't have encouraged him to bring that up in this conversation, right? Uh, in fact, I wouldn't encourage him to bring it up at all. I would encourage him to log all these things and use 
those observations in possible future conversations where he could ask open any questions about what he heard or or what he's hearing. You know, maybe there's more than one conversation where he hears the same themes presenting themselves and it makes it a lot easier to bring up. Or he could even use it to his own advantage for the advantage of the team, right, to, for the marriage to plan some intentional actions of his own that would encourage her to break through and break those thought patterns and break that pattern of behavior that she's stuck in. You know, things like if he hears all those things, he might be able to say, you know what, babe, uh, I, I, I'm taking the kids on Saturday and I want you to go have a spa day and have a girl's night, a girl's day, right? Or, or uh, hey, I got a date night planned for us in a couple of weeks. Or, you know, I had the kids are being taken care of by grandma and we're going to go to uh, the B&B in a couple of weekends. So there's opportunities for him to step up in new ways if he's listening on level three because he's hearing things that he would normally hear because he's fully attentive, he's fully present, and he's engaged in the level of understanding and purpose-driven listening that happens at level three. Now, I gave you some serious tools today, uh, but they're not easy to use. I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, I gave you some great information, but it's not going to cause a whole lot of transformation unless you apply it. And uh, as I hope you can hear, effective listening is probably the most important part of creating better communication skills in all your relationships. And I couldn't possibly share it all with you here in a half hour on the show. So I want to give you a challenge. Are you ready for a challenge? All right, good. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to approach your spouse or loved one today, and I want you to ask one open-ended question. Now, an open-ended question is one that can't be answered with a yes or a no, right? So it can't be answered with a yes or no response. So you can't say, hey, do you like black? And they say, yes or no. You can't, no. That's a, that's a closed question. You want to ask an open-ended question, right? Uh, so an open-ended question like, hey, honey, how was your day? And then listen, just shut up and listen, right? Listen while you're focusing on them. How is this affecting them? Try to understand them, appreciate what they're sharing. Seek to understand what really matters with what they're sharing with you. And if you need more clarification about something because you're confused about it or you might've heard it wrong, then don't be afraid to ask another open-ended question and then shut up and listen some more, right? And then what I want you to do is I want you to log your results in your phone or wherever you take notes or on a notepad or wherever. Just log some results. Notice. Journal how you feel. Notice the emotional energy that happened between you. Notice what you can create by just shutting up and getting out of the way. This is an important distinction that I need you to make, but I need you to experience it by having a conversation of your own and realizing how good it feels to create that connection just by opening up those ears. Hey, if you want to create some serious influence with the people around you and increase your ability to effectively respond to them with just the right words, then avoid speaking, avoid the telling, and just shut up and listen. Hey, that's it for Communication 103. Hey, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed sharing it with you. Be sure to join me next Thursday for the conclusion of our communication series where we're going to be talking about a skill that can help you become the most memorable person in every single conversation. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud if you're listening for the first time to make sure you don't miss any of these episodes coming up. 
And I would love for you to come on over to jeremyflag.com slash episode 46 and share your comments on this episode with me. I want to know what you were thinking about, how this affected you, how this is going to help you with your relationships. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Hey, if you enjoyed the podcast today, I would love for you to share it with all your friends on social media. Please consider just taking 30 seconds of your time to send them a little note and say, hey, go check out this podcast. It could really help you with your communication. And if you so feel inclined, I would love to have you rate and review the show on iTunes. It wouldn't take but a couple of minutes, and then you could tell everyone in the world how much you love the show, and more people just like you would be able to have the edge in their lives to create and design the relationship and love that they that they desire and deserve, just like you've been given today. So as we close this episode... I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes about listening from philosopher Paul Tillich, who said this, the first duty of love is to listen. What a short, powerful quote. And it helps us to remember this. Remember this one thing. If you don't take away anything else today, just remember this one thing. The key to effective communication is to shut up and listen. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, friends. I know I did. Have a breakthrough day, and I will talk with you again real soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. Don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag create you. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on Create You, and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life-changing episode. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg, reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.